Okay, we're holding the Heilige Rambam, Hilchas Tshuva, Perek Base. Okay, Simcha, are you with me? Yeah. Very important stuff. The Rambam is going to explain to us exactly what is the definition of Tshuva. And it's a very, very important yesod because in Perek Aleph, the Rambam understood, basically explained to us what is Vidoy, how do we do Tshuva, right? And we spoke about the three steps, which is basically the Vidoy, the confession, followed by the Harota, the regret, and the third and final step, which is the Mikhan uh, I will never do this again, which we explained at the time means I never want to do it again, whatever it is. Those are the three steps of Tshuva. Okay, so again, I've got the admission, that's the Vidoy, I've got the regret of doing something to uh, shouldn't have done. And number three, I have got the decision that I'm never going to do this again. Now, that is the steps of how tshuva is done. The Rambam is going to tell us now is something which is very hard to understand, but it's very, very practical. What Lamaisim is tshuva. How, how do we know that we've done tshuva? Right? We often ask ourselves, did I really do tshuva? Did I ask Rosh Hashanah? Did I really do Rosh Did I really do tshuva? Okay, listen to this Rambam, okay? Aleph. Eiza... What is Tshuva Gemura? Right? Tshuva Gemura means real, sholem, whole, 1000% Tshuva. A situation presents itself to you that you already transgressed. And you can do it. And you say, no. I'm not going to do it. Because of the Tshuva that you did, not because you're scared, whether it's scared of you know punishment or scared of you know repercussions, whatever it is, because of my tshuva. And not because eh, can't bother right now. I'm tired. I want these things. I'm not going to do it. That's real tshuva. Okay, Let, let's give the example of the Rambam, and then we'll talk it out. Ketzat, al A person was rachman and it's not together with a woman and after some time he was together with her in Yichud I understand what does that mean Yichud together with her in Yichud how you had to do that but the idea was you were in a situation where you could have been together with this woman and you still love this woman the same way you loved her the first time you were together with her and you have the strength that you had before you're not like 60 years older you're in the same place it was done before. In other words, you're used to it. It's not pshatak. I don't know where I am. No, I'm not going to be together with her. That, says the Rambam, is total real tshuva. So let's sum this up. The Rambam is telling us, what does it mean? What is the definition of real tshuva? How do we know that we have done actual tshuva? Let's take a simple example. Russian Hara. Russian Hara. Unfortunately, it's in Averi that unfortunately is still very, very, you know, present in the world. And if not, if it wasn't present, we would have a Beis HaMikdash. And that's clear in Chazal, that the Hashanah is stopping the Beis HaMikdash from being built. And the idea is like this. People like speaking Hashanah. It's Kishmak, no? You know the, the, the juicy news. It's Kishmak. So you told someone at lunch, a Kishmak, a piece of information, you found out before everyone else. You were the guy, you said it, you feel good about it. Everyone's like, how do you know that? It's amazing. Boom. Okay. The next day at lunch you also found out a good piece of information. But it happens to be that in Mincha, just before lunch, you realize to yourself, you know, yesterday I spoke really not nicely. That, that's not nice. So you did tshuva. You said to Rabban Shalom, I spoke Lashon yesterday during lunch. I don't want to do it again. I, I, I feel terrible. I regret it. And the whole thing, I did tshuva. Yeah? Ten minutes later, you're sitting in the lunchroom. They're like, ah, 
you know, I could right now erupt the whole lunchroom with the most geschmacky, juicy gossip that nobody knows. I know about it before. But you know what? I just did chew it 10 minutes ago. Ah, it's not nice. It's not nice. You're in the same situation. You've got the same car, the same tiber, the same everything. But you say no because of the chuba. That is chuba. If, for example, we'll take your question in a second. If, for example, let's, I mean, the Rambam was talking about that's in regards to Noshim. Let's, you know what? I don't know if you have this expression in, in, in America, right? In Minnesota, I don't know if you have this expression. But in England, where I come from, we have this expression, stop beating around the bush. You have this expression? Yeah. Right, okay. But basically, let's stop beating around the bush, okay? You're on the computer. Obviously, not Yeshiva's computer because it's filtered, but you're on, not on your phone because it's filtered. But theoretically, you're in somebody's house which has open internet. Anyway, and there you are. It's private, right? Which is a problem of Yechud. You go on the internet and you press those buttons and you press those keys that you shouldn't press. And, you know, that website comes up and it's terrible. Okay? Fine. That was our view. The next morning during Shachos, you're like, oh, I, I, can't I can't believe I just did that. I'm trying to shtaik, I'm trying to learn yeshiva, I'm trying to become a better person, I'm trying to, everything that's going to help me. That's it. Never again. Vidui, charota, mekanilabo, you know, that's it. That night, you're back in that guy's house. Now, if you're very tired, and you're like, oh, I can't bother anyway, I'm so exhausted anyway, so that's not true. Why not? Because you're not doing it because you're tired. That's the reason why you're not doing it. But if the reason that you're not going to go on that website is because of the tshuva, not because you're scared of next world and all these things, but only because of the tshuva that you did, that is tshuva kamur. Now, does that mean, this is probably going to be Nachman's kasha. If not, I'm going to ask what your question is. But does that mean I should dafka go to that guy's house the night after I do tshuva so that I cannot be on the computer and do tshuva kamur? Chas v'shan. Chas v'shan. 100%. Why? Because we have it every day that we don't no put ourselves in an assignment. Excellent. Menachem, what was your question? No, my question is that um, it sounds like this is only like do this once and like the next time the opportunity arises. Let's say somebody goes to the Avera 50 times. Right? The first time the stops is the same. Absolutely. In, in a certain way, yes. Um, I thought you were going to ask, what happens if you were never in that situation again? So does that mean I don't do Tshuva Gemura? So I according to the... Ra- right. right. But you definitely don't put yourself in the situation. But if you are in the situation, if you're not in the situation again, like you never see that woman again, which is what the Rambam's example is, does that mean I never did Shuvah Gemurah? So it's a Shaila. Uh, maybe not. Or maybe the Pshat is no. If you, if, if you know that you, and if you're in a situation that you would not do that because of Shuvah, maybe it's also considered to be Shuvah Gemurah. But you have to know, your question is a very, very big question. Basically, the more times you do something, the Gemara tells us, it nasa like a heta. That's what the Gemara says. That the more times you do something, eventually it's like, eh, eh, it's fine already. Which makes the Avera much, much worse. And, and the Rambam's going to tell us about later on, it's, it's almost an Avera you won't even do tshuva on, because eh, it's fine, it's not even to be did anymore. Everyone does it. Everyone does it. I do it all the time. It's, it's not even a truth. Like Lashonara, how many of us feel really bad that we spoke Lashonara? Unless someone was actually damaged by your words... Do you actually feel bad when you speak Lashonara about someone? Do you actually like really own to Hashem and say, I can't believe I spoke Lashonara? It's hard to, hard to imagine. You know, it's hard to imagine that person really, you know, chaval. That, because we've become so insensitive to our babies. But yes, even after the 51st time, that is also something. Right? When, uh, it's a, a shayla that we're going to discuss not now. But, you know, let's say, for example, a person eats 16 cheeseburgers every day. Every day, 16 cheeseburgers. Now, he can't quit cold turkey. He can't. But he only wants to have four. Is that tshuva? Yeah. On some level it is. 
on his madriga. Now, obviously, the best thing is to work towards eventually having nothing. It's like almost like, again, this is a show we have to discuss again and again. People think that by the time you get to Yom Kippur, you have to be perfect. And that, by the way, is the reason why most people don't do tshuva. Or don't really do tshuva to Hashem in the proper way. Because I have to be perfect. I can't be perfect. That's not what Hashem wants from you. Now, obviously, Hashem eventually would like you to be perfect. But the idea of tshuva is, and this, by the way, is a very important idea, is what you have to be doing is working towards becoming perfect. Now, it might take me 450 years to become perfect, and I probably will die before I get to that age. But what do you want from me? That's all it will take me to get perfect. If Hashem sees that you are taking and putting the steps necessary to become perfect eventually, even if all you did was improve yourself on a small level, that's beautiful. And that's tshuva. That's not what the Rambam is talking about over here, but that's the level of tshuva. And that's something for us to remember as well. Now, what the Rambam is talking about is something that could be negated to us. Right? We all have phones, computers, you walk on the street, you can see things on the street one day, do tshuva the next day, you see that sign, you look down. And you look down because of that tshuva that you did. That is tshuva kamura. That is beautiful. Think about that. Next time you do tshuva and the situation arises similar to the first time, tshuva kamura. Let's continue a little bit more right here, I say. What if a guy was running around with girls the whole life, by the time he gets to 95 years old, he's not doing it anymore. Now he does tshuva. Shkayach. Huh? That's different. Yeah, you're right. But we're talking about a situation where he's no longer even has not even a type of that anymore. Right? It's not the best tshuva. He's called about tshuva and it works. It's not the best. Why is it not the best? Because you're, you're doing tshuva when you're old and you're not interested anymore. But it works. Absolutely. The Rabbanshim always wants you. The Rabbanshim always takes you back. The day that you die, you do tshuva the whole life was a life of Averis. Or may speak tshuva, and you die with your tshuva. Kol Every Avera has had a mechila shenema. Adar shalai tekshav Hashemesh for Avayer chachovim v'shav v'ovim. Achar hageshim shuyim amisa makalshim zochabari v'shav koydim shiamas nislach. Can you just do one last halacha and then we'll go? What does that mean doing tshuva on the day of your death? Right before you die. Right before you die. If a person is about to die, there's a v'seder havido that he says, and that is tshuva. And if a person really means it, that is tshuva gemur. Is it the best? The Rambam says it's not the best. Why? Because obviously you're doing it at the end of your life. You should have done it much earlier. But it's okay. It works and it's 100% kapara. If it's real. But the video is only is what you call specific for that scenario. The last Excellent question. Um, by the way, I want to discuss this. Menachem is bringing up a very good point. And that is Vidoy has Oshamnu, Bagadnu, or Al-Khait that I did A, B, C, and D. What about all the other things that I did that are not written in there? So what I want to do in Shay, I'm going to open up your eyes to show you that Hashamru Bagadnu and al will cover every single Averit you could have possibly done the entire year. Okay? And it's important for you to know this. Because Slichas is coming up. Yom Kippur is coming up. We're going to say al many, many, many times. And what I want you to do really, maybe we'll print a paper of the al and you'll write next to it a translation with additions of things that it includes. That when you say it, you'll be able to have them in mind. Okay? So we'll do that in Sheikh. Right. says, you never, uh, it doesn't matter what age you are. Correct. So That's something else. Obviously, there's still a taiva. 100%. No, yes. There's still a taiva, theoretically, but the same taiva that you had with 60 years ago doesn't exist, and therefore the tshuva isn't the same because it's not. Okay, we're going to say one last halacha. We're going to say one last halacha. Umayyah tshuva. 
What is the tshuva that we're discussing over here? Who? You remove the hate from you, never do it again. You get rid of it from your whole machshava. And you, you, you decide in your heart with a real decision. Right? You, you regret right? on that which you did. Uh, that the rabbinic shalom can be made himself that he knows your thoughts that you will never ever do this again which is a very high madriga the Ramam is telling us that means when you say tshuva I will never do this again you're saying it with such a genuine thought that Hashem could say yes he'll never do it again that's pretty good you're going to say it with your mouth. You're going to say the words. And you've got to make sure that everything is goma in your heart, right? It's got to be specified, the adverse that you do. All right, we're going to say tomorrow, but as Hashem, halacha, gimel, besiyat, tishmayim.